Welcome to Just Active Audio. The first delivery in a new podcast featuring Andrew Faulkner, a UK Spartan champion, a fitness motivator, a trainer, and an injury specialist. In this podcast, we discuss injury prevention, muscle imbalance, core development, overtraining, and understanding your body. Cue Andrew Faulkner. Uh, we're going to talk about injury prevention. Um, how to listen to your body about your aches and pains to how often do you train what you should be doing if you are injured trying to stay injury free so if you get injured you can't train so that's a big cause the head drops motivation drops so it's all about keeping injury free to perform in your sport and be better at your sport okay so how does that work how do you listen to your body how do you fine tune your body so you have to make sure you're flexible and stretching more basically kiss method keep it simple stupid so if you're tight um, if you have bad mobility you need to really stretch your muscles more um, you can also have a muscle imbalance so if you have muscle imbalance you can get weaker muscles and then and then the stronger muscles will kick in and then again it will cause more injuries um, because the strong muscles always working and then the weaker doesn't grow and get stronger so again that's just injury after injury so you have to learn how to engage the weak muscles so platys is a good example to, to retrain the weak muscles and then from there you progress and use your whole body as one not just the strong side you need to be both sides of your body to make it stronger so when you find out what's tight and weak um, or you have a muscle imbalance so you need to retrain their muscles and make them work together Could you give us an example of muscle imbalance? So muscle imbalance, so if you squat and if your hip goes to one side more than another, that means one glute is stronger than another. So you have to retrain the weak glute um, so you don't go off balance when you're squatting. Um, so when you squat more to the right, you're weaker on one side and then that causes problems for your knee. Then it travels up to your back and then just as a connect chain, just gets worse and worse. So you have to stop it. So you always start from your feet. Um, being your ankles, ankles can be too tight um, ankles fall in, that means your knee comes in, could be tight hip flexors, you have over lean so you lean too far forward, your um, lower back kicks in, or it could be your glutes, again not switching on so your back or hamstrings work harder than they should, and then causes back pain, that's an example of uh, muscle imbalance, because your body wants to work as one um, if it can't, you'll get injured you have an injury, do you suggest trying to work on single exercises so if you're doing benching or squatting or deadlifts so that's a big compound movements to so try to do single arm movements or single leg movements to engage the weak muscles the core is a big thing about it as well so if you're a weak core you've you've a weak body so if you think of a tree a uh, trunk of a tree a uh, big trunk and then you have the small branches. If you have a weak trunk, the branches are very weak. But if you have a strong trunk, your branches are strong, they won't move. So wind's blowing against that tree. If it's a strong trunk, the branches won't move. If it's weak, it'll fall over. So you suggesting that core work is very important? Very important. So your glutes are the strongest part of your body, and then your core. So if you're weak glutes, so your core and glutes work together, and then your back and hip flexors work together. So if you have a weak glutes and weak core, there's nothing stabilising as part of normal training throughout regardless of what it is you're actually doing you have to ensure that you've got a strong core 
Yes, correct. Not even planks, it's uh, more side planks, more rotations, even balance is a big thing. So if you can't balance, your glutes are weak, your core then doesn't engage properly. So your core is the trunk, so from your hips to your chest. People forget that, people think core is just off, six pack abs, no, core is a lot more. Core isn't just your tummy, your abs, it's your whole core. Um, so even your back, your side muscles, which are your obliques, everything. So you have a thing called your sling of your body. So it's from your right shoulder to your left hip. So it works in pairs again. Your muscles always work in pairs. So your biceps always work for your triceps. Boy, it works in pairs. So you have a thing called your posterior sling, which posterior means your back. So a sling around your back, so your right shoulder to your left hip. So if you have a tight shoulder, that means your left hip will work harder because your right side is a lot tighter. Again, that's muscle imbalances, as we talked about earlier. You need to try to get rid of the muscle imbalances in our body. Everyone has them. You may not know you have it, but 80% of people have a muscle imbalance because they're not using your core enough. So it's all about balance with your core so if you're using your right arm you should try to use your left hip to balance that sling effect so when you're doing dumbbell rows you should be lifting your left leg off the floor as well so if you went over a bench and you're doing rows lift your left leg and that'll gauge your lower glutes and back while you're working your upper back in that sling effect from that you'll feel more in your core your glutes everywhere from that you'll find out what's weak so it's all about the core. So a lot of people think they need to get fit, so they need to train as hard as we can, but that is not the right way. Um, so a lot of people do that. So it's all about finding a balance. So you have to plan your sessions and make sure you don't overtrain. So you don't work the same muscle group day after each other. So Monday and Tuesday don't work the same muscle group. If you're an endurance athlete, you have to make sure you don't continually do hill sprints or speed sessions, fast exercising, um, it's all about slowing it down and to get fitter also. So a big thing is recovery. So endurance athletes, uh, there's a thing called redlining. So redlining is going over your max heart rate. You should only go over your max heart rate uh, once a week. So if you're doing a speed session, that's obviously running fast as you can, your heart rate's high, so that means you're redlining. So your body can only maintain that for so long and do that so often. So if you think of your body as a car, when have you ever seen a Formula 1 car going for MOT? Doesn't happen, never. So the car is constantly redlining, the revs are way high, going fast as you can, your body can't do that. So again, as a car, your body needs an MOT, your body needs to slow down and not go as fast so that's a big thing so you have to make sure you get enough recovery time for your next session recovery is the key for not overtraining so if you're going for a fast session and um, so your heart rate's very high next session should be a nice easy session in the gym or a nice slow recovery run it's all about recovery how do you know if you're overtraining so you can tell if you're overtraining by the, the way your body feels. So if you're going to do a run or a cycle or a gym session, if you feel tired mentally and physically, that means you're pretty tired, so you shouldn't red lines we talked about or push yourself to the max 
because you'll get worse. Again, it's that car effect. The Formula 1 car, you're flat out, going to burn out. Okay, so you need to slow it down. So if you feel tired, you're kind of overtraining or not getting enough sleep. Sleep's a big thing. If you're not getting enough sleep, you feel tired. Food, if you're not getting enough food and fuel for your body, you're tired. So you have to make sure you're well rested and well fed. But also, if you feel cold after training or really tired, that means you're overtraining. So if I go for a run and go as fast as I can, for 10 or 5k sometimes in a race especially you feel cold or really tired after that means you've redlined your body as you put your body to the limit so from that that takes days for of recovery so if you keep feeling cold after sessions you are too tired your body can't cope and your heart is under pressure you have to slow down and train smart train smart plan your sessions and again think about the recovery so after all of the above, how do you fuel your body for this? So nutrition is a big impact on your body. A lot of people think if I eat so much this food, I will get fat as a mindset. Again, it's, you need fuel to fuel your body. So if you're a performance athlete or you're in the gym, you need to fuel the body for that activity. So people think of fasting is a good thing to lose weight that's not really true because if you are going to the gym with an empty stomach and no fuel or food for your body you'll get tired more you'll fatigue from fatigue you'll get injured because your body's not working at its full capacity food's a big thing about injury prevention as well because if you don't have the fuel to take part in that training session you can get injured because you don't have the strength to perform so that's what we're going to talk about for the next podcast about fad diets, food for your sport activities and losing weight through calories.